You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thanks for joining me today. Unchanging love is the title of this devotion. Unchanging or steadfast love is a word you might know. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Remember that song? Oh, I love those, those songs that sing about our Father's love for us and His unfailing mercies that are new every morning. And that, of course, is a statement right here from Lamentations chapter 3. And, you know, as you take time to join me in these devotions, I really believe that the Holy Spirit knows, knows what God is working in you by His Spirit, as it says in Romans 8, 27. Your Father knows what the Holy Spirit is groaning for within you and works it all together for good. And I believe part of God working things for your good is granting me the grace to know what to share with you. So I really believe that what God has to say to you this morning will help you in your relationship with our Heavenly Father and His Son Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. So listen to these words as they will light up your heart and light up your path before you because that's what the Word does. It makes things clear. It opens things up to us. It opens the life and the Spirit in us. It brings us into that wonderful guidance and communion with our loving Father. The Word of God is life and power. And look what it says here in Lamentations 3, starting at verse 21. This I recall to my mind. This is what I remember, in other words. This is what I keep on meditating on. This is what I keep on going back to my thinking. Therefore, I have hope. You see that hope is affected by your thought life. What you choose to meditate on and dwell on is maybe even more powerful that you dwell on certain thoughts determines if you have hope or not. And he says, this is what I meditate on, therefore I have hope. So here he now shares what he's meditating on. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassion fail not. His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord's is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. I have this other scripture ready, but I feel for a moment to look this same verse up in, in the Amplified Translation to just help enlighten our eyes a bit more where he says, through the Lord's mercies we're not consumed because his compassion 
passions fail not. Verse 22, listen to this. It is because the Lord's mercy and loving kindness, it is because of the Lord's mercy and loving kindness that we are not consumed because His tender compassions fail not. You know, when it speaks of tender compassion, it's talking about a fatherly love for for its child. It's talking about compassion is the word that means love is moving and that moving of love is called compassion. His love towards you when you are struggling in your faith, when you're being attacked with unbelief, when you are doubting and don't know it anymore and you don't know what to think and you've lost hope and you're weary and you're tired and you're you're yielding to thoughts that you know are not helping you and only pull you deeper and lower, but you don't know how to get out of the whirlwind. And, and then you read a scripture like this, and again, the Lord draws your mind. He captivates through His loving kindness your mind, and He says, my mercy towards you will not fail. My compassions will not fail. I have not given up on you. I've not let go of you. I've not handed you over. I'm as much here as I ever have been. You see, that's the title of this devotion, His Unchanging Love. And I have this scripture ready here for us in 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. We know, understand, recognize, and are conscious of by observation and experience and believe, adhere to, and put faith in and rely on the love God cherishes for us. I know He loves me. I know He loves me. I tell you, that is what kept my soul when in 1998, our dear Gabriele passed away. And Virginia was upstairs in the baby room that she had made already. She had sewn curtains, she had sewn bedding, she's so multi-gifted, my dear wife. She had made that room so beautiful for the coming of the baby, but she passed away after 11 days and, and didn't come home from the hospital. And Virginia had milk coming from her breasts, but no baby to drink from it. And, and while that physically had its pain and challenges, you know, and but her heart was, was broken and she would weep and weep. And, and I, I don't do too well with seeing her suffer. She's such a precious soul. I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know what else to do but to abide in my Father's love. And that's what I kept praying. Father, I know you love me. Father, I know you love me. I'm serious. You see, when you don't know what to do, take refuge in your Father's love. When you don't know what to think, when you don't know how to figure it out, when you don't understand why, take refuge in your Father's love. I didn't understand in my heart. I knew Gabriella was in heaven with Jesus and that was good. But in my mind, I didn't know what to say about why she wasn't here with us. But you know, I've learned from Proverbs 3 not to lean on my own understanding, but to acknowledge the Lord, recognize Him. And I just kept on saying, Father, I know you love me. And with that love, 
that I found in his, in him. I was able to love Virginia and able to help her and stand with her. And together we came through and had a revelation of grace and love. Wow. I mean, wow. When we look back at that time, all we can think about is that unfailing love. That's all we can think about, his unchanging love. That's all we can talk about. When we talk about the time Gabriella was born and passed away, all we can think about is the unchanging love of God. Seriously, you ask Virginia. That's all we, all we have in our hearts. So we know, we know, understand, recognize, we're conscious of our observation and experience and believe, adhere, trust, put our trust in, rely on the love that God cherishes for us because God is love. And he who dwells and continues in love dwells and continues in God and attains perfection. Listen, listen, verse 16, the last part. God is love and he who dwells and continues in love dwells and continues in God and God dwells and continues in him. In this union and communion with the Father, love is brought to completion and attains perfection in us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment with assured and boldness to face him because as he is so we are in this world. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But full-grown, complete and perfect love turns fear out of the door and, expel, and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment, and so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's completion. We love him because he first loved us. Oh, I, we used to sing it. Oh, how he loves you and me. Oh, how he loves you and me. He gave his life. What more could he give? Oh, how he loves you. You see, it says in Romans 5, verse 8, that God demonstrating his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I want to encourage you today. Meditate on that verse there in 1 John 4, verse 16. We know the love that the Father has for us. We believe in the love he has for us. So we dwell in his love for us. This is the secret of the success of the life of our Savior, Jesus Christ. He said in John chapter 15, verse 9, and I know that verse because I, I think on it and pray on it often. He says, as the Father has loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. I like the way the Amplified helps us catch what he's saying here. Come and abide in the Father's love with me. I'm abiding in the Father's love. 
come and abide in the Father's love with me. And I feel the Lord Jesus right now by the Holy Spirit saying to you, come on, come on, come on. I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll help you come into the Father's love. I live in His love. I'll help you. If you don't know how to come into the Father's love, if you're so earthly in your heart and mind that you don't know how to get in, it, it is the invisible, it's the unseen, you, you don't know. I'm with you. I'm in you by my Spirit. I'll help you by causing you to feel the mighty love with which I am loved. That's what he says in John 17, verse 26. Here, John 17, 26. I've declared to them your name, or I've revealed you to them, <clears throat> and I will declare you. I will keep revealing you, so that the love at which you love me may be in them, and I in them. Jesus is the one who helps us when we don't know how to come back into that love. And sometimes we can lose our way. And sometimes it's because our conscience is suffering. We've kind of maybe yielded ourselves to things that we know. This, 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 I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have gone there. I shouldn't have started that relationship. I sh you know, and, and, you've, and you're stuck. You're in the grip of something. But Jesus is a savior. He is our redemption. Redemption means being bought free, liberated, set free. Jesus comes to liberate you from what's holding you back from his love. And he draws you back into the Father's love so that you may enjoy his love. You know, if I take you for a moment to Second Chronicles, it's a phenomenal book. What a phenomenal book it is. I love the books, the first and second chronicles. But in second chronicles, we read about a king called Asa. And Asa was a man who experienced incredible breakthroughs. It says in chapter 14, verse 9, then Zerah, the Ethiopian, came out against them with an army of a million men and 300 chariots, and he came to Mershech. So Asa went out against him, and they set the troops in battle array in the valley of Sephath in Mesha. And Asa cried out to the Lord his God, and he said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help, whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, that we, for we rest on you, and in your name we go out against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let men prevail against you. <laughs> he cried out to the Lord, help us. So the Lord struck the Ethiopian before Asa and Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. A million soldiers. I can't hardly imagine to see a million soldiers in front of you and 300 chariots there, and all coming against you, and you're a small group comparatively. And then to say, Father, you're able. You're able. What's coming against you? that seems 
unsurmountable, that seems something you just cannot have any thought of victory over. You're completely in despair about it. You're completely hopeless about it. You've given up any hope of survival. You've given up any hope of survival. That's what, what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. He said, we were overwhelmed. We were crushed. We feared we would never live through it. We knew we were doomed to die. So we gave up all hope of survival. But that was good for us, he said, for the Lord helped us and delivered us from a terrible death. And we trust he will do it again. He will do it again. We know where our help comes from. We know our Redeemer. We know who we could call upon in times of trouble, who's a well-proven help in time of trouble. And you see, this is why Paul kept fostering hope about what he was thinking on. He was thinking on the unchanging love of God. He was abiding in his love. And Asa experienced this phenomenal victory. And, and, and you read more of these victories. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, you will be, uh, he will be found by you. I mean, he's talking to the people, encouraging them to trust in God. And then, listen to me. Then all of a sudden, when Asa was older, some 15 years later, 16 years later, not that much older, he got an illness in his feet. And he refused to go to God about it. I mean, it's a marvel to me how we could give up what we know never fails. And we, we can refuse to look to the unchanging love of our Father. And you could say, yeah, but that's where I am, Pastor, in these areas. I, I've just given up. I've, you know, it never changes. But I want to encourage you today. The Lord is the one who never changes. Circumstances are subject to change, but God never changes and His love is unfailing. It never changes. And you know what the Lord said when Asa refused to look to Him for help and he actually died in that illness because he refused to keep looking to God. He refused to keep coming to Him. He, re he just gave up on God. You know what the Lord says? The eyes of the Lord, Second Chronicles 16, verse 9, run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Loyal means you're still there. You're still there. You're still there. It's kind of like the king when Daniel was about 80, 82 years old, said, Daniel, Daniel, has the Lord whom you serve faithfully been able to save you from the lion's mouth? And Daniel cried out from the lion's den, Oh, King, live, live forever, prosper, for the Lord has sent his angels and the lions have not touched me. And the Lord was able to bring 
Daniel through that lion's den, which I'm sure in one way or another was terribly frightening, but the Lord brought him through. The Lord brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego through the fire. I know sometimes, friends, we get saved from the fire, but sometimes we get saved in the fire. Sometimes we get saved from the illness, but sometimes we get saved through it. Either from it or through it, His love is unchanging. And I encourage you today, lean upon, rely upon the Lord and let hope arise within you by the Holy Spirit's help. Meditate on 1 John 4, verse 16 through 19. 1 John chapter 4, verse 16 through 19. Meditate on it. And I guarantee you the Holy Spirit will keep on pouring the love of our loving Father into your heart and you will see his goodness in the land of the living. Psalm 27, verse 20, verse 13 and 14. Psalm 27, 13, 14. Oh, I believe you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And many shall hear of it. Psalm 34, and be glad. Oh, let us magnify the Lord and praise his name together. Amen. Have a good day.